Hey, and welcome to the Stay Wild Trauma Child podcast. I'm Steph. And I'm Jamie, your trauma tour guides. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs. Oh, Jamie. Yeah. We're their hosts. As I was saying, we are two best friends that are openly sharing their healing journeys while navigating sudden loss, parenthood, relationships, mental health, and so much more. So this is your trigger warning that Jame and I will be discussing highly sensitive topics, including abuse, domestic violence, and murder in most, if not all of our episodes. We aren't for the faint of heart. We cuss like sailors and we have a pretty dark sense of humor. So if either of those things bother you, this is where your tour ends. Oh, hey, Jame. Don't forget to tell them that we aren't medical professionals. Oh, yeah. We're definitely not medical professionals, but we probably need them. (laughs) (laughs) So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and get ready for a whole lot of laughs and maybe even a little bit of healing. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Today is going to be a little bit of a different episode because, well, it's just me today. And Jamie and I had talked a while ago about doing these little impromptu um, thoughts of Jamie and Steph as, you know, filler episodes or just if, you know, life gets in the way and one of us doesn't have the time to record or one of us is sick, you know, insert reason why we would not record here. And well, that would be it. Granted, we've had a pretty good track record the last two years that neither of us have missed an episode. Sometimes we have older episodes in the vault that we've recorded but have not released. We try to do our best to keep you guys up with fresh episodes and, you know, this podcast, as important as it is that we share our stories. And so not only is it important to us to share our stories with you guys and what is going on in our lives and the things we've learned, but this is also an accountability tool for us. You know, it's been three years since I lost Matt and Jamie is heading towards the three year anniversary of Emily's murder. And, you know, after everything with the murder trial this summer, the last few months have not been easy. I'm not exactly sure why year three is so fucking hard, but it it really is. It's like a whole different type of hard. And I don't know if it's because so many people have moved on with their lives and they forget that we still carry this this pain daily with us. And I think it's also just all the events and birthday parties and holidays and everything that we just noticed that that's just one more thing that they missed out on. And we know, like logically, we know they are here for it all, but it is just quite frankly, not the same. And I know that for a few of my friends, other than Jamie, that have lost people in the last few years, like I have a really good friend that just had her first baby and she would give anything for her dad to be there for it. And and he should be, he, he should be here for it. And it's not fair to her. It's not fair to him that he is not here. And she knows deep down inside he is with her. But so, you know, we just keep it going. We just keep it moving. And, you know, we just wrapped up our trauma response series, which ironically is, I think, almost perfect timing for this, this time of year, you know, as we transition, as we transition from summer into fall, and this is a really good time 
I think for people to really start paying attention to their friends that they know struggle with mental health, or you notice that maybe every year around this time, they start getting a little more quiet, or they just want to stay home a little more, you know, seasonal depression is definitely going to be at the forefront of people's lives right now. And so the next episode that we are going to put out is going to be with my best friend, Will. And he's going to share with us some events that occurred over the summer for him and where that led him to now. And we think it's really important to showcase this because so often when we have gotten to the other side of our trauma, and that doesn't mean, or traumatic event, I should say, and that doesn't mean that we are have healed from it, you know, it's still very much so there. But once it feels like it's finalized, it can feel like there's no more reason to fight. And that can be a really scary feeling for a lot of people. But it also, I think it is more common than people realize that you just get to the point where you hit a wall and you don't want to just survive anymore. Or you've been fighting through this thing for so long and so long. And, and maybe your person uh, passed away. And you feel like there's no reason to fight anymore. Like you put all your time and energy into that fight. And now you just don't know where to go next because it seems like everything around you is pointless. It seems like everything you fought for and worked for no longer has a meaning to it because you put all of this time and energy into it for it to just go away anyway. So I think the episode is going to be very eye opening because even though he's my best friend, a lot of what went on he did not discuss with me. So it is going to be an experience for all of us, for Will, for Jamie, for for myself to sit down and have this conversation. And I think it's going to be a very important one for people to listen to. One, because not only are we transitioning from summer to fall, but we all know the holidays are right around the corner. And as if dealing with, you know, the shorter days and the colder weather isn't hard enough on top of seasonal depression or you know, regular depression or any other mental illnesses that can be, you know, amplified during this time of the year. Then we have the stress of the holidays. And as much as people can love the holidays, on the flip side, there are many people out there that dread them just as much. So we definitely want to bring light to some ways that you can protect your um, mental health during and before the holidays. Because we know that, unfortunately, not all of us come from these wonderful, wonderful families. Many of us have toxic family members, and maybe it's not your mom or dad, but it's your grandfather or your grandmother or your uncle that, you know, sits there and just gets plastered at family dinner and then berates everybody about what they are or aren't good enough at or doing with their lives. You know, we've all been in, unfortunately, in that situation where somebody just feels like because they are family, they have the right to shit all over our lives, our decisions, our dreams, our aspirations, our failures. I mean, we all, we keep our failures in the forefront of our mind. We don't need anybody to reiterate them for us. We all know when we have fallen short and when we do not feel like we are upholding our own standards. We definitely don't need somebody else to sit there and rub our face in it as we're trying to enjoy some fucking pumpkin pie. Like, come on. Life can be hard enough as is. You don't need the holidays to be difficult on top of it all. So in this next season of the podcast, Jamie and I really want to focus on bringing in more connection. We're going to bring back some of our friends that have been on previous episodes and reconnect with them about topics that 
they feel are important to talk to talk about and to offer up their experiences in areas that Jamie and I may not have experience in or one of us does, but just to help bring more voices to the community to offer solutions and to make people not feel so alone in these times as we know how isolating a lot of things can be for people, especially during their healing journey. And because our healing journeys all look so different. I know Jamie has mentioned on on a previous episode that her and I could go through the same exact thing, but our trauma responses are going to be different. The way we deal with it is going to be different. The way we heal from it is going to be different. The way we react to it is going to be different, so on and so forth. The support we have around the situations is going to be different. And, you know, that's really one of our main goals for the podcast is just to help try and provide you guys with extra support. Like, we know we can't physically physically be there for you, but we, you know, spend time creating resources for our community and recording these episodes, not just because we want to sit here and listen to ourselves talk, but because we feel like it is so important to let others know that they're not alone. Because during 2020, when Jamie and I lost Matt and Emily, we were very much so alone in our situations because, I mean, I was a 31-year-old widow, for lack of a better term, and Jamie's best friend had been murdered. Like, like still, still to this day, almost three years later, it is still so surreal, surreal, words are hard, to me to say Emily was murdered. Like, what the fuck? Like, it happens every day that people are murdered, but it's like, this doesn't happen to us. This doesn't happen to our people. You know what I mean? Like, we've been so fortunate to never lose somebody like that. So when you try to connect with people about loss and grief and unless they've walked that path or a very similar one, it is very isolating to be in the situations we were in. So we decided that we wanted to share our stories because we knew these were not isolated incidences, but we knew there was people out there that felt similarly to how we did that even though Jamie and I both had our worlds completely shattered It was two very different experiences, two very different experiences. So we um, just wanted to share. So now that I have babbled on and I really don't even know what I just said to you all, um, but, you know, par for course, welcome back to Stay Wild Trauma Child. Um, I just wanted to take some time to remind you guys that if you are going through a difficult time right now, like. It is okay, 100%, 150%, 1,000%. We can go as far to say that it is okay to not be okay with the current situation you are in. You know, and whatever that situation may be, like, please validate your feelings. Like, please know that you may not be handling this 100% at your best. And that's most likely because this is the very first time you're ever dealing with this experience. And you are not supposed to be an expert on it. So try, try and show yourself some grace as you work through this situation. You know, the events at hand, whatever they may be. And if you know there are people out there that are willing to help you through this, please reach out to them. And and if, and if it is too difficult to reach out because sometimes we do not know what we need, like we we cannot name exactly what we need off of the top of our head. But if you need space, if you need 
connection. If you need somebody to go pick up your groceries, if you need, if you even have the faintest idea of what would help you in this situation, let somebody know. But also don't beat yourself up if somebody asks you, what can I do for you? How can I support you? It is okay to say, honestly, I don't know how you can support me in this moment because I don't truly know what I need. And maybe they will take it upon themselves to be like, okay, let's just watch a movie. Let's just go grab coffee or ice cream or dinner. Or maybe they notice that you are having trouble keeping the house clean. Like, don't be afraid to be like, look, I just need somebody to help me come do the dishes. I need somebody to help me do the laundry. Could you please come over and watch my kids for an hour so I can take a shower? And not like a 10-minute shower where I barely have time to wash my hair and shave my armpits, but like a full-blown shower. I guarantee you, your friends would say yes. Somebody would say yes to that. And I know it's difficult to ask for help. I am not one that asks for help, and neither is Jamie. Um, but sometimes we are blessed in situations where our friends can just really read us and they just know. But sometimes we get paralyzed by knowing our friends are in need and not knowing what they need or how to fix it or knowing that we can't fix it, that we don't do anything. But the biggest thing you can do is just try and be there for them. You know, I know talking through things has helped me a lot. And as I sit here and talk to you guys, like... First of all, it's really weird because I've never done an episode by myself. And when I listen, and I, and then it's funny because I listen to so many solo podcasters and I'm like, how do they do this? How do they sit here and just talk and talk and talk? But they probably plan out an episode where I just came in here and I was like, well, I'm just going to sit down and talk to everybody because you know, well, that's what Jamie and I do. We just speak from the heart unless it is a teaching episode. And so then we try to just speak from the heart. Um, recording is all over the place and that's because I did not sit down and plan it but hey that's why y'all listen to us right but oh god there's just so many thoughts running through my head right now like I know this time of year is so difficult for so many people and as if life isn't crazy enough as is it just adds extra layers and I just really want to sit here and say that if you are not choosing yourself every day, even 1%, you have to. Like, if you are not choosing yourself, then who is? We cannot, you, you cannot rely on everybody else in your life to survive you because the sad to survive you, to save you. That is what I was trying to say, to save you. You cannot rely on others to save you because at the end of the day, if you are not willing to save yourself, why should anybody else come and save you? Like, and I know it's hard. I know it's not the easiest thing to do. Trust me, I've been there. But it's like to wake up in the morning and wonder why you keep going, why you keep fighting. Why does my life have to be so much harder than everybody else's? Like, why am I having to go through this? And we also have to remember that perception is reality. Like, yes, it may seem like a really hard time and it may seem like we're never going to get through this. But when you look back on the entirety of your life, how many times have you said, I don't know how to get through this or I don't know how I'm going to survive this. Yet here you are. You have survived 
100% of all your worst days of your life. You may have not wanted to survive them, but you did survive them. And you should be so proud of yourself for doing that. You should be so proud of yourself for still being here. So stop just surviving your life and start choosing yourself a little bit every more every day so you can actually live your fucking life. Everybody deserves to live a crazy badass life that is their dream. And that dream is going to look different for everybody, but everybody deserves that dream. Well, I've babbled on and heard an array of topics, but you know, Jamie and I have a lot. We are so excited for 2024. Like so excited. I mean, now that we're not excited to finish out 2023 really strong because we have some really great guest episodes that we're going to put out, you know, just a whole, I mean, our same old vibe, but just a new chapter, which is always fun. We always love to love. We always love a new chapter of our choosing or creating. So if you have made it this far, thank you for listening. And your regularly scheduled programming will continue on next time. Love you guys. We are so grateful to those of you who have allowed us to take up space in your lives and supporting us while we share some of our most vulnerable moments. As James said, your support means the world to us. So we would absolutely love to know your thoughts on the show. So please leave us a review on any of our platforms and also make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The links are posted in our show notes. This concludes your tour with Stay Wild Trauma Child. Please remain seated until... Oh, God, James. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. We love you, and as always... Stay wild.